Welcome to the Candid Conversation Show. I'm your host, Marilyn Fontaine, artist and creative coach for women who want success and income with ease. Hi, welcome to the Candid Conversation. This is Marilyn Fontaine. And today's episode is how we try to outsmart our um, habits. And the reason I, this is going to be a short one, she says, right? But the reason why um, I wanted to do this podcast episode is because I was with a client and um, this week and we was talking about something that, you know, they said that they keep going round and round and round in circles. The same thing, it's like Groundhog Day and they're doing the same thing. And they keep going round and round in circles and they feel that they... So the client feels that they're going round and round in circles, doing the same thing all again and again and again. And um, and so I asked them, I said, why do you know, why do you think that you haven't got... And when I mean got what you, you know, what you want, I mean, haven't started doing what you want. Um, and and the client was saying, um, you know, they've got so many things, which is so common. That was me, like so many ideas. Even now, I still try to sneak in ideas and say, well, maybe I should do this without really being patient and just following what I need to follow. Um, sometimes I try to sneak that, you know, I feel like I'm missing out. Fear of missing out, Fumu. Um, so I tried to sneak it out. So I'm compassionate with the clients, I understand. But what we start saying to ourselves is that um, we can't have the life we want because it's too hard. We can't have the life we want because it's just difficult. And then what we do, we use our parents um, has a reason or the people around us has a reason not to go forward because in our eyes they succeeded with just struggle and hard work which comes with being an immigrant with, which comes with being in a, in a society that may not really is geared for you to have success but for you to just work for somebody else nothing wrong with that because that's most people are successful, incredibly successful with um, a nine to five job, right? More than some entrepreneurs, okay, and some business owners. So I'm not I'm not um, saying something which you know, which is how people say, you know, nine to five don't work. It does work for some people, and it's really valuable because half the people that we book they won't be able to afford to book us if they didn't have a nine to five. So I'm not slagging off or, or putting down people that work nine to five. But what I'm talking about is those people that was below the income level that had to do two, three or four jobs, you know, night work and day work to, to be a success. They didn't have the opportunity of going to school and college, especially from our immigrant parents, because it just wasn't heard of. They just had to work. And nowadays, we've got so much things that we can have. Um, 
so much grant, so much support um, for us to study and learn. And we've got nighttime classes, part-time classes, date weekend classes. We've got so much that can make us grow to the next level um, and to be qualified. And we have more opportunities. People that would never have employed us before will now employ us. But we still use our parents working hard and not so, you know, not moving past their, you know, their their jobs that they've had for the 50 years has a reason for us not to go forward or has a reason for us to feel like, well, this happened to them, so it's going to happen to me, therefore I need to stay safe. But our parents acted from a trauma response as well when they told us, get a secure job because money was a way to keep you safe. Nowadays, the secure job doesn't exist. And so it, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's a different story. And, you know, we also, at what we're doing when we're, when we're trying to get a business off the ground or trying to get a passion project off the ground is that we're saying it's not working. And that's normally a trauma response. We're running away from the actual thing that we really love. And the reason why we're running away from the actual thing that we love is because we've never known how to love correctly. We've never known how to receive love in a healthy way. And so we're still using our trauma response um, against the thing that we love. And we're using the trauma response because we're addicted to the struggle because struggle is familiar. And we are confusing struggle with real, being real, being our actual reality. So we're subscribing to our family story or our parents' story because it feels familiar. It feels it's better. You know, we always have this saying, it's better the devil we know when in reality it's not because you choosing your own reality and choosing peace is the reality you need to have. Um, but we kind of, yes, yeah, so we kind of, we kind of put ourselves in a place of um, familiarity and strife. And therefore we continue to go around in circles because you know what, the, this is the beauty of somebody who keeps going round and round in circles. You have a really beautiful, whether it's ancestors or guides, you've got somebody in your corner because they're actually showing you the discomfort and your soul and your body's actually showing you the discomfort. So you will, you will, you will end up there anyway. It's like the film Sliding Doors. You will end up at the end of, you know, your story because your, your, your psyche is showing you, I'm not happy with this. So every time you try to drop back and try to become, um, you know, the good person or the person like, oh, you know, I need to just put my head down and be in my nine to five job. Um, and you're dis you have a discomfort. But what the, um, the trauma response where it shows up is when you don't have time, when you say 
I'm too tired to come home from work and do my work. It's not the truth because we will scroll endlessly um, on social media or we will talk to our friends because it's we, we got energy. Because what we do, we try to fight the natural urge because the natural urge feels uncomfortable. And so it's easy for us to go where we feel familiar, which I keep saying, I'm going to repeat it again and again and again, as opposed to going somewhere which is new and uncomfortable. And this is where trauma-informed coaching and trauma support is really important, important important because we look at the areas where you are diverting and we work through so I have clients where they really try to have a case of um I haven't tried this before it's frightening is it not going to work it's not happening fast enough and impatience is a really key indicator of somebody operating under trauma response because they feel if they don't get it within time they're going to be punished and also, if they don't get it within time, it's not going to work. But the urgency is a trauma response. Because imagine you waiting for your food in a restaurant. Yes, you're hungry, but you would choose McDonald's as opposed to a restaurant or any other fast food place. If you wanted that food quickly, you actually go into a restaurant to have that experience. So you may be a bit impatient, but you're more understanding because you know you're going, especially if it's a restaurant, you know already, you're going to go there with the expectation of, I love this food, you know. So, for example, there's a restaurant called, I used to go to, called Cotto. I don't know if it's still around, near London Bridge. It's gluten-free restaurant, Italian. So they used to make the best pizzas um, and spaghettis, all gluten-free, tiramisu, everything. So I'm not having to worry about looking at menu, trying to have, gluten-free option but I know it's quite it used to be quite a long time to make the food because it was all healthy and natural so for me it's better I go there than somewhere else because I know my experience is going to be amazing and I'm not having to feel like oh I need to go what's a gluten-free menu you know the separate menu and all these different things it's specifically for people celiac or gluten intolerance I know it's a long time to wait sometimes. So it's okay, because my expectation is I'm fine. I know this experience is going to be pleasurable. If I take that with my business, there's certain things that I may be impatient and then I realize I'm comparing myself or I'm in a trauma response. There's other things in my business I'm taking time with because I know there's it, it's a process. And so I can give myself the support and say, well, you know, it's fine. It's going to come when it needs to come. And that's when things happen for me. So with my client, when they, my clients, when they're saying, this is not happening quickly, I know it's a trauma response. And I say to them, we're just going to have to wait because you've got to go for these processes. It will take as long as we need it to take in our minds. And what I find is, is that when we are really patient with ourselves, that we can get the outcome we, we need. We can get the outcome we need and 
we'll be happy with our decision and our journey. Remember, it's the journey. And so what somebody who's acting out of a trauma response will try and really throw things in front and say, well, I need money. I never have money in the bank, but they'll say, well, I'm worried. You know, we're concentrating on a bit. I'm worried about money. What we have to understand, it's like when you are, if I wash, I'm using an analogy again, if I'm washing with a pan and then I'm cooking with a pan, sorry, and I don't wash it, then I use another pan and another, that's a totally wrong analogy. analogy. If I'm cooking and I use a pot and then I don't wash it and I keep cooking on the pot, it's going to be really thick with food it's gonna actually kill me right but it's gonna be thick with dirt and grime whereas if i washed it as i went along it's not it's gonna be clean every time i use it terrible analogy but you get the point what we're working with is years of conditioning so of course if you're going to start your business you're going to have and you've got money trauma you're going to be worried about money and your money situation, especially if you're hiring a coach, it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be different to what you've experienced. But what you're what's gonna happen the quicker you adjust and accept that this is an investment or work through the trauma first, the money trauma. Once you drop into working through the money trauma and seeing where that's coming from, and that could last as long as the coaching sessions, it, the, 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 um, the energy of it just gets less. But once you're working through that, you will probably start to see money coming back because it doesn't just, some people, it does happen miraculously. I remember investing in a coaching program and then that same day, a client just booked out of nowhere. So I, and I tend to find that when I invest in certain things, I tend to get people booking to match that. But this is not to say, this is not to convince you to, to buy when you've got genuine money trauma, because some people may not be able to financially afford coaching. They need, may need counseling because their money trauma is so strong. And this is why when I book clients, I have a pre-qualifying questionnaire. And if you, and if you don't have the financial ability to work with me, then I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to say you must do this. But there is a really thin line because there's some people that feel they can't afford to do coaching. They don't have a trauma response, but they feel that they can't afford. Um, and it's a more about their commitment. But that's really, you know, you have to do a consult to get through that. Um, but my client didn't have that problem. But it is about the commitment of what's going to happen to me if I choose the thing I really want to do. I really love doing what's going to happen to me. I'm going to be have no money and no job. And that's so not true. If you follow a step that is guided and is not. What I give people in coaching is tools that they can use. The strategy is 
what we work out together. Although I give you sev several different types of strategies you can use, we work with your natural um your natural energy and your natural rhythm. Now, if your clients are on Instagram, then it's pretty much a tried and tested strategy that I'm going to give to you because as we know now, there's more things about reels. There's more things um, in terms of videos or carousel posts. Those strategies work. They tend to be working because we've got data and we've got evidence of what generates more interest. So these are the things that we'll have, but how you implement that is your way. It's your way. So you will do it to suit you where it becomes enjoyable. And again, some people contra out reels. They don't, they don't, um, they don't always display, they don't always do reels um, in a way that they're dancing and pointing that, you know, text, which I find quite funny sometimes. Um, but not everybody does that. But some people may just use voices and a scenery or just words. One of my most biggest reels I'd done was my handwriting. And it was a body talk exercise. There was nothing to do with me in there. So it just goes to show that you don't have to be on reels. It's just about being creative. So I work with people um, in, the, in the coaching if they want to use that. I don't believe everything has to be on social media. I think our, our authentic relationships, our mailing lists are really important. But going back to us going in circles is that we try to outsmart our habits. We try to tell ourselves, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But the habit is, is the habit of thinking that we're just not going to succeed. And that comes from a place where the trauma from the past where you've been told or you've been programmed that to be yourself is to be unsafe. And what we want to work with is for you to feel safe to be yourself. Before you change and you go into five or six different businesses, and this is why I get you to focus on one business or one project, one creative piece of work, so that you get used to yourself in a place of peace and harmony and in a place of deserving. And that will bring up so much stuff because unless we know peace, we can't pretend to know what it feels like. And this is what we're operating in a place of a pretend peace and harmony when really we're just coping. We're just coping and we're just shifting paper around playing grown-up but in reality we are trying to cope and so I just want you to invite you to think about when you say that you're going round and round in circles what is the game that's being played what is really happening for you where you're going round and round in circles because underneath this this pattern this habit where you're going around around in circles is really you running away from the truth and the truth is is that you deserve to do what you love doing and it is not identified by 
a business or a job. Those, again, things we used to beat ourselves. Like, I've not got a business. I've not got clients. It could be something that you want to do and you and it may be a hobby. It may not be something you want to exchange goods and services with. But the fact is, it's something that you really want to do. And the running in circles is that you're running away from yourself. But you're trying to outsmart yourself by saying it's the external world where it's your, your thinking, the habit of running away. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast here. And if you want to have um, a consult with me, a creative consult, then click on link in bio but let me know how you get on just think about what in what ways are you running away from yourself and i'll see you next week bye-bye for now you want to be part of an incubator of some amazing creative women then you need to join the highly capable creative one-to-one program with me to join, you can just contact me at www.mjfontaine.co.uk and book a sales call with me to join this amazing six-month program where we get to work on your creative business. We also get to work clearing your blocks and also bringing that confidence up to 100 so you can stand in your agency and live your best life.